No, no, I told you. Two wasn't on there. <laughs> oh, okay. You, you fucking, fucking bitch. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm your other host, Jason. And I know we've been out of the game for a while. We've been in hibernation. You know, it's been, uh, you know, winter is here. And so, um, you know, we were sleeping. Um, you know, we were stocking up for spring and, and whatnot. And, you know, we... Yeah, that <laughs> zombie apocalypse is actually going to start happening. So we're getting geared and prepared for that yeah, one. Yes, zombie apocalypse always comes in the springtime. So um, this episode is going to be another retrospective type Um we were thinking about doing a few things. We recently saw Black Panther, but I had just gotten the flu when we started watching it, when uh, when it came on, and like I was super out of it. Yeah, you were starting to feel a little uncomfortable during the middle of that movie. I was too. I was a mess like during that whole movie because I'm just like I I sort of knew what was going on, but I was like, man, I am so fucking out of it, and like I felt like shit. My head hurt, my throat hurt, and. Um, so that probably ruined like the movie for you, like the experience, probably because you were feeling sick. Well, like since I'm sitting yeah. down and whatnot, it wasn't that big of a deal because I'm sitting, I'm not moving, and so I, I all I have to do is stare at a screen. But I also didn't like the movie. Like yeah. to, to give a brief review because we're not gonna. This review is gonna be about something else. But like to give a brief review, like I just didn't like it. It yeah. wasn't awful, but I I didn't yeah. like it, and you know I was actually. Know. Uh, Probably maybe one of the first Marvel movies in a while that you probably would say that you didn't like. Yeah. Um, I remember Guardians came out and I just was kind of whatever about it. Like I had fun when I watched it, but like afterwards I just kind of forgot. You're it. talking about the second one, right? Guardians 2. Okay. Yeah. And I, I didn't like, uh, where was P, uh, I didn't Spider -Man. like Thor. Well, Spider-Man was, yeah, you love Spider-Man, but Thor. I didn't like Thor 2. Like Thor 2 and Black Panther, I think are the two movies that I don't like, um, like movies that I'm not going to watch ever again. Um, it's understandable. And, like, you know, I understood what happened when I was watching Black Panther. I was just, like, you know, I was kind of taking in everything kind of slow just because I was so freaking sick. And I'm still coming off of it. Like, my fucking voice might seem a little raspy. Uh, it's another reason we haven't recorded because my voice was blown out for two weeks. Um, but, yeah, you know, overall, it just was a kind of a bland movie, forgettable. Um, I didn't care for it. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. And, uh Skipping from that, we uh, also saw, uh, saw, uh, saw uh, Annihilation, which was a fucking mind trip, and I wish I could get my money back from that movie. Actually, you paid for the fucking ticket, so. I did. I I, I hated it. I hated that movie. <laughs> I think it's the worst movie I've seen all year, and it's only it was only February. This will It'll be March when this episode comes out, but it was only February. Uh, a very boring shit fucking movie. Um, no character development. Uh, nothing really that interesting happens. Um, Tessa Thompson turns into a plant. <laughs> so, <laughs> probably one of the best things I've seen in a sci-fi horror film ever is Tessa Thompson turning into a goddamn plant. It was amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I really, um, watching the film itself, I mean, I just felt like kind of confused Yeah. because regardless of anything, people are going to probably watch this film and there's going to be like critics or looking at it in a more artistic way saying, Oh yeah, I really kind of got the message from this film, you know, with everything that was like, you know, with the whole alien and, and what did they call that? The dome thing that they went into the shimmer, the shimmer, the shimmer and all that kind of stuff. It was just like, you know, they also kind of ruined the film by giving you flash forwards. So yeah, you, the movie opens with the end. 
it opens with the end of of the movie. It opens like Natalie Portman made it out and she's okay. I mean, at the end, there's a twist. Spoilers that she, like she's probably not her. She's like something she's not else. herself. But anyways, without going into it, yeah, it was a bad movie. Uh, if you, it, fuck Rotten Tomatoes, man, like fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Like I, I've noticed recently, especially with the new Star Wars movie, that like Rotten Tomatoes, I think is now bought and paid for. Okay, let me rephrase that. Like. Yeah, it's bought and paid for in the sense where they're not letting any negative reviews in. Because, like, you know, Star Wars comes out and it gets, like, a 90-something percent, and then only half of audiences liked it. Annihilation comes out, it gets, like, a 90-something fucking percent. And it's, like... It was, well, it was, people don't want to blame Rotten Tomatoes because it's basically, like, a hub for, like, critics to put their um, views and uh, their whole, like idea of you know what they thought about the film and everything like that so there's a lot of people that uh, attack rotten tomatoes but you know also you get the audience reviews like say for example star wars last jedi right Mm -hmm. so it got a good review like what was it like in the 90s i believe yeah it was like 93 and if you look at the critic i'm sorry the audience score on it it's really it's like in the 50s and it's like pretty that's pretty apparently if you know rotten tomatoes it's like anything above the 50 is decent um, anything below a 50, uh, uh, Gatsby got a 42% great Gatsby. That was a great movie. Yeah. So you yeah. see, it's, it's basically, you can take their word for it or you can go into a film and just kind of come up with your own. Well, I'm not, I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes anymore because don't, like, like don't I look said, at it. they haven't, they have an embargo now on bad reviews. Like they didn't let any bad reviews in. God, there's only like three bad reviews for Black Panther from embargo from an embargo. Yeah. So basically, you know, what I mean by this is like Rotten Tomatoes is probably being bought off by studios being like, Hey, don't let in any negative reviews. So, cause you know how Rotten Tomatoes works, right? It's like, you know, they, it's, they factor in everyone's reviews and then they come up with a score. Yeah. Like I said, I thought yeah. it was just a hub where everyone just yeah. kind of goes. And so in. now it's like, Hey, don't let any negative reviews in for our movie. Wow. And so like you get all these movies that are coming out that are like mediocre or bad. And they had like in the nineties, like dude, annihilation and like 97% percent was like, Whoa, this movie's going to be, fucking amazing or something right nope yeah no i mean a lot of movies are like that because you're you're building on the fact that you saw ex machnia and you were like dude that movie was great and then this how could this guy disappoint and uh it's like ryan johnson you know when you saw like looper or any of his other films you know those are good movies everyone has a fucking hard on for ryan johnson i don't care it's like yeah he made looper and i guess brick i never saw brick but it's like he's made like three or four good films and then everyone was like oh my god he made these like great movies and no starts like yeah looper was looper was very good but it's not something that i'm like oh man looper was just like one of the best movies i've ever seen in my life and it was like groundbreaking like well, you know, it's not funny. I saw a Looper. I'm like, that'd be like, that's like the best Darth, one of the best Darth Vader origin stories I can think of. And <laughs> his mom's gonna die, and he's gonna live on his own. Then he's he's got these superpowers, and like, honestly, like I wanted to see a movie where like the mom dies, and then the kid like grows up with these powers and becomes the Rainmaker. I wanted like a, a Looper like sort of like half sequel or something, like an alternate ending slash sequel. That would have been cool. But anyways, let's talk about some music really quick. Uh, you saw you went to a show, right? I saw um. Septic Flesh and Dark Funeral uh, over at the Oakland Metro. And let's hear about your amazing adventure over at the oh, Oakland Metro. It was great, dude. It was awesome. Like, so this is the, like, the Oakland Metro used to be, like, basically around the corner and kind of like a shittier part of Oakland. But now it's in the sort of gentrified, um, like, uh, nicer part of Oakland where um, fucking, who's that, uh, the Jack Lennon Square area. And um, it's cool. Like, you know, like, it's it's a lot nicer and it's bigger. And, uh, yeah, you know, me and some people, we got there at, like, probably four, checked in, and we just kind of started day drinking. Then we went to this 
awesome southern barbecue restaurant. I forgot what it was fucking called, but it was so goddamn good. It, it's like right, it's right there, all in Jack London Square. It's the same place. So you Oakland folk, if you're listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Great restaurant. Um, great ribs. My God. Um, and then you yeah. and the ribs, dude. I swear to God, you have no, the biggest heart on guy. for. Well, hot wings and ribs. I mean, every time I usually go out and eat with you, it's like one of those two. I've never gotten ribs with you. You if got ribs? Go, no, if wait, we wait, go wait, to wait. Applebee's, I will get their ribs. But like, that's the only place I buy ribs. Wait, when ribs. we oh, went to Goji Kitchen, Goji. Didn't you? yeah, well, dude, you had those ribs are there. like those are like amazing steaks. They're not even like ribs. I know, but considerably saying that they're sort of like ribs, so they're not. Well, hot they wings. they they are ribs, but they just feel more like little steaks to me. Oh, they're so good. Um, <laughs> they're so they're like good. the Gucci of like. Um, ribs you know and like well, basic i'm not much like for a rib Walmart guy ribs i'm not much for rib guy like i said I'm, I'm more hot wings but like my friend one time you know we we got uh we went over there and i just got some fucking you know orange chicken basically they're the equivalent of it and uh yeah he gets these ribs he's like dude tr- try this and i was like this i looked at him i'm like this is like some of the best food i've ever had like when he let me try it i was like this is yeah. one of the best things i've ever had why did i buy this i'm like i need to get this next time and so now when i go there that's what I get. Um, anyways, this isn't a food podcast. Um, although I'm a fat fuck, but <laughs> no. So like you know, uh, you know, we did some we did some more drinking after we ate food, and then we went and saw the show. I um I was wearing a black vest with a pentagram on the back and my black kilt because John told me to wear my kilt, and you know that motherfucker always wears a kilt. That's John from Nerd Jive, by the way. If anybody listened to our episodes, he and his wife were uh, were guests of ours. Anyways, love you, John. Love you, Julie. Anyways, yeah. Um, you know, uh, I was sober by the time I got to the show because I had to do all the driving, so I didn't really want to drink too much. But, um, yeah, you know, I we missed the first band, and then we saw the second band, um, I think, which Thy Antichrist. They were pretty good. And then Dark Funeral comes on, and they're huge. They've been around for, like, 30 fucking years. They actually played a longer set, I think, than Septic. They even got an encore. And then Septic came out, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I was... It's usually, like, the last band that gets the encore. Yeah, you know? well, it's like, you know... It's funny, dude, because, like, I've seen Septic twice so far, and, like, I was talking to my friend about this last night, who's a huge Septic fan, and, you know, we, we've both seen them multiple times, and I asked him, I was like, dude, is it me, or, like, when you go to see Septic, does it feel like no one knows who they are? And he's like, yes, exactly, because Septic's from Greece, they only come around maybe, like, once every couple years, like, they're amazing music, like, it's, you know, for folks, if you don't know who they are, they're a symphonic kind of, like, death metal band. And it's a real orchestra that they record with, but they, they tour with the tracks. They don't actually tour with the orchestra. But it's a real orchestra compared to a lot of like other black metal bands, which is mostly keyboards. And But, uh, no, I mean, it was a fantastic show. I mean, they're amazing live. Like, I almost like them more live than the recordings. And, of course, they sound great in the recordings. But, um, yeah, for, for those of you who don't know Septic Flesh, check them out. Uh, Spotify, you know, whatever, YouTube, iTunes. They're an amazing band. Uh, they sing about history, mythology, uh yeah, no, and of I'm, course yeah. Satan. So you know, <laughs> so yeah, uh, check them out. No, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know who they were until you mentioned them to me, and then you were showing me. So basically, you would have to be pretty uh, like a diehard metalhead to know who they are, or something like that, because you know Ben from Hops and Monsters, he like uh, shows me all these bands I never heard of before. He's like, oh, I really love this band called Celtic Frost. I'm like, who's Celtic Frost? And, I know them. Yeah, yeah. So you see, these are bands that I don't know. Um, well, it's like depends on the niche too. It like you know a lot of these bands are like they're, you know, they're obviously they're subgenres because it's like you know I listen to a lot of Celtic music because a lot of the people I hang out with. Um, also, I just love Irish music, but like you know I also like you know I got into the whole like I got into black metal actually at a very young age, and then my friends got into it more later, and they got more intense with it and more into it, and they eventually discovered Septic, um, and think like maybe my senior year of high school, maybe coming out of it. 
um, my old bass player for Tempest is like, hey, man, have you ever heard of this band Septic Flesh? I was like, no. And he shows them to me. I was like, dude, this is like God of War, but like metal. Like, take the score from God of War, add drums and guitar and vocals to it. Like, because the God of War score is epic. And it's and really good. And it's it's literally, it's like if God of, if the guys who, who made the God of War music, the composers of that decided to start a fucking metal band, it's fucking good shit, dude. It's really I good I guarantee shit. you, though, there's probably some metal band out there that have covered the God of War theme. Oh, yeah. Well, it, I, I don't doubt it at all. Yeah, you probably see some uh, videos on YouTube of guys like yeah. fucking playing guitar. To well, what is it? Guitar like Hero had like a metal version of one of the themes. Years ago, I don't remember ago. that. No, I, yeah. I always played Rock Band. I had Rock Band. I never had Guitar Hero. Maybe it was Hero. Rock Band. It was one of the two. I don't remember. I, I never. I remember. I got Guitar Hero three for Christmas, and then I was just like, "All right, well, I'm over this." But anyways, uh, to get to the main topic, uh, so Black Panther comes out, but we don't want to review it. But we would still like to talk about a kick-ass Black. Marvel superhero. Actually, one of the first uh, Marvel movies. Actually, if you really think about it, it was the fr- he was the first Marvel Black Marvel superhero character on film. And who are we talking about? We're talking about Blade. 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 Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. So you actually chose to do the Blade trilogy. Now i I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen the original trilogy in a long time. Well, there's. Not even, well, I can say original trilogy, but the thing is, the main trilogy. Yeah, there's no other, the trilogy. Yeah. The trilogy. Um, there is uh, a huge. Uh, no matter what, I always will be a sucker for watching that first film. But like the second one, I didn't see so much. Second one's fucking probably my favorite. The second one, and then the third one was just more. I don't know. We'll get into it, but basically, yeah, Blade is a good trilogy. Uh, if you are a vampire fan, if you are a Marvel fan. Wesley if you Sn- like that '90s Matrix action, ah, uh, yeah. Let's well, yeah. let's uh, let's just break it down. Basically, if none of you guys have seen Blade, um, I suggest going out. Probably, you know, Netflix. I actually don't think they're on Netflix. Um, you can if you have like a, an I Infinity Box them. or some torrent, you know, uh, you can just type in Blade and the movies will come up. And uh, yeah, they're they're the first movie came out in 1998, and uh, it's crazy too because you know who wrote that movie was the, the first one. Yeah, Mm-mm. was David Goyer. Oh yeah, well see, you know, so David Goyer was a pretty good writer back in the day, but like you know, recently obviously with Man of Steel and everything, like it's a sh- fucking shit show. But like he's he's always good when he co-writes with someone too, um, in terms of script and story. He directed the third one, and you can kind of tell because it's just doesn't really. Well, have he directed a lot of style. the second and the third one. No, the second was Guillermo del Toro. Are you sure? Yes. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, Wikipedia is wrong because they said it was him. Oh, no. Uh, the first one is directed by, I think, just some guy, like some rando. Uh, the second one is Guillermo del Toro. The third one is David Goyer. Um, no, see, you know, when I was a kid, uh, you know, my uncle, um, he uh, he's from Detroit. And so, you know, he, he noticed that I got into Spawn. By the way, I think that actually that's the first black superhero movie was Spawn, which came out in 97. that came out before Blade. A year before Blade, yeah. And that movie was a huge flop, and it's it's bad. I watched it again Actually, and that's not true. The first black superhero film was Blank Man. Blank Man! I've seen that! Was, yeah. Oh, fucking... Oh, that movie's so dumb. I love it. <laughs> it's dumb, but it's amazing. If you haven't seen <laughs> yes. Blank okay, Man Okay, well, this Damien is the first Wayne, serious one that's not a okay. silly comedy. I, God, I love Blank Man. I watched that with Stefan back in the day. <laughs> um... But yeah, so like, you know, Blade, you know, my, my uncle was just like, hey, man, you got to check out Blade. It's fucking sick. He's this half human, half vampire guy. He's played by Wesley Snipes. You know who that is? I'm like five or six. I'm like, who's Wesley Snipes? I don't know. I'm a child. And so, yeah, he fucking, uh, you know, tells my dad, he's like, yo, get him the first Blade. So my dad rents me the first Blade. I fucking was hooked. 
Yeah, instantly no, I mean, I'm, like, I'm like he's doing karate he's wearing all black he's got the sunglasses he's got yeah. a sword and when i was a kid i was super into like martial arts and like sword stuff now i never took martial arts as a kid but like i was just super into it i thought it was the coolest thing in the world yeah you know? and well so, did you actually um know anything about the character before nope. the film because basically uh blade first appeared in a marvel series called tomb of dracula um and he actually wasn't a half breed. He um just a guy. He was just a guy, basically hunting down Dracula, and then he got bit by Morbius, uh, which is a Spider Man villain. I know that character, yeah. And that's how he became the half breed, or you know, the where he has all the abilities. You know, he has all the abilities of a vampire and other weaknesses, and um, so yeah, he uh he premiered in there. I don't know if he, I don't know a lot of the history about Blade as far as the comic books go. I don't know if he had his own title. But I know he was. No, he did down the line. He eventually got his own title. Oh, he um, did. I haven't seen it on shelves, but it's out there. It probably didn't do so well the reception. But I'm saying that, um, Fuck yeah. Now it would sell like crazy. You know this whole diversity thing. It would sell like crazy. Well, that's actually not true because Marvel's killing themselves with the whole diversity thing. But it would probably just sell just simply because Blade's fucking cool. I think Blade is like one of the coolest fucking superheroes yeah like, dude no in, seriously like ever that first film though the intro with the whole like fucking uh techno rave fucking yeah and the, the blood, blood sprinkler, sprinkler shit. shit um that was really cool that whole intro with him uh fighting the vampires in there just slicing him up with silver and then uh it seems so funny because i don't know the actor's name but he has been in a lot of films he actually plays harvey bullock right now in gotham the tv series oh donald logue Donald Logue, yeah, it's yes. Donald Logue, yeah. He's, you know, he's been in a lot of shit. You know, I was in the Vikings for a while, and like, he fucking shows up at the end of season one. I'm like, whoa, it's you. I'm like, fucking, yeah. You know, I didn't know his name at the time, but like, I know his name now because I've seen it so many times. Yeah, Donald Logue, he's great. He's been in, he's yeah. been in shit since I can remember. Like, yeah, since no, I was he's born, been in so much shit. Him and stuff. I mean, like, him's in the Patriot. Like, he's been in everything. Yeah, no, I mean, in this film though, he was like a wisecracking. Um, you know, yeah, he, the comedy relief, which he was fell a comedy flat. relief like vampire. Um, he kept getting chopped up. I mean, he, he the guy had like nine lives because basically he would kind of elude Blade, like he'd almost get fucking to the point where he was dead. And I don't know if Blade was just fucking around with him. Well, I think I what is it like you hear in the beginning that like you know, you're gonna chop me up again, Blade, or something. So it's like they have this thing going where it's like he, he won't make him hurt, bad. he won't kill him, he'll just chop him up. And, like, you know, he'll chop his leg off, he'll chop his hand off, you know, whatever. He'll burn him up. And then, you know, vampires can heal at a... a Thought I'd try fire. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, no, yeah, you know, it's like... So, to dissect the movie a little bit, like, I'm going to say why I like it. So, obviously, I like it because of the aesthetic. It's cool. Even though The Matrix came out the next year, it still had that, like, 90s Matrix vibe. Like, you know, black leather and martial arts. And, you know, it, it just, you know, it had that feel to it. Um you know, I like all that. Um, I obviously like the action. You know, the music's whatever. Um, the music's more just like straight up like rave techno music. Yeah. I'm not like really a huge vampire fan. Like, a, you know, a lot of... I have some friends who are like huge vampire enthusiasts. Like, they're just... They're into that shit. Like, mm -hmm. you know, that's not really my thing. But I can appreciate the movie for, you know... I mean, I obviously... I'm fine with the vampire stuff in the Blade... Context of Blade. Clearly, fuck Twilight. You know, like, I wouldn't watch Twilight because, oh, I like vampires. But let's, like, you know, movies like Underworld and the Blade trilogy make vampires seem, like, cool. Not just sexy. And the funny thing is like, they always wear, like, tight black fucking Yeah, well, you know, that's that, that's that kind of gothy look that they have. But, like, you know, what is it in Blade Trinity? Like, you know, the Dracula's a fucking demon. 
he's like a demon. Like he looks like a demon when he's in like his like demon form or whatever. It looks fucking cool. I'm like, see, that's cool. That's badass. That's that's metal. I don't mm-hmm. like the whole gothic swooshy hair and the eyeliner and the fangs. I don't. I'm not into that. You can have that shit. You know, no disrespect to those who like it, but I'm not into it. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, acting's pretty decent across the board. Um, you liked the supporting character too. Uh. The actress who played the doctor. Yeah, I don't know the lady's name, but yeah, I thought she was fine. She was good. Uh, Chris Christopherson's fucking great. Like as Whistler. Yeah, yeah. he's awesome. Uh, Stephen you know, Dorff as. Uh, yeah, you, you know, know, dude, Dean like Frost. fucking. I guess Stephen Dorff is like more of a B actor, but I loved him. I loved him in it. I Have you ever seen Cecil fine. B. Demented? No. Oh, that's a great movie that he's in, dude. It's like he plays like this director. It, it's just funny, but um, the last thing I saw him yeah. in besides this played one was. Um, He's in Public Enemies, which is the one, um, the Michael Mann movie um, that had uh, Johnny Depp as John Dillinger. Yeah, there was some also like he's just kind of in it for like a minute. There was like a fifties greaser movie that came out a while back, like uh, Deuces Wild or something like that, where uh, he played he played like the leader of the gang. And uh, but no, he uh, in this film though, I mean, he kind of <laughs> seemed like a very you know, he kind of seems smart in a lot of ways because he's like, yeah, I know everything about you. I know the serum. I know Whistler. And, and he was a futurist, too. You know, he's like, he was kind of just like, we need to like, uh, you know, we need to kind of break some tradition a little bit and kind of, you know, and, and get with the times. Yeah, he, he kept know? on getting mocked, too, because he wasn't uh, a pureblood, which they would yeah. say. And um, so, but he felt like, yeah, like you were saying, like, you know, the, the, the human race, we need to take over them. They're cattle. They're well, just, like, they're, they're food our food, to us. not our friends, you know, like, and, yeah. I mean, like, honestly, like if I were the vampires, I'd be like, yeah, it's like, I would take over like, uh, every like important branch of government or make them all familiars and just con- like, if they want to be like kept secrets, like, yeah, control the most top, like the top most branches of government, control all of it with like familiars, those like human slaves basically. And then just rule from behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like that's the way to do it. or go full bore and have the president of the white house of the United States be a vampire and just have <laughs> it be public. But well, you know, that wouldn't end well because there'd be a bunch of people who would want to take him out. But it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I would have done the same thing. It's like, yeah, we should be taking over the fucking world, dude. Like fuck this whole like baby shit. Like this whole behind the scenes living underground. Like it's bullshit. Yeah. We've been know? doing this for like so long, but um, he just kept on getting shunned down and looked down upon because he wasn't a, a pure blood. So, the whole blood god thing, though. So that's basically like the conclusion of the film. Like the yeah, whole I thought him... that was silly. Like that was really back silly. Now I'm just kind of like that's dumb. Okay, here's the thing that I have about that whole scene. So basically, you think okay, it seems like uh, the Deacon Frost character. He had a lot of fucking security. He and mostly these all these all these guys that worked for him look like generic, uh, you know, uh, SWAT team looking motherfuckers. You know, played with, by all the same stuntmen. Yeah, it looks like the same <laughs> fucking guy just in a different like suit here and there. Um, like you gotta have your fucking uh, Japanese like uh, karate masters in there too, because dude, like if you pay attention to some of these action films too, you'll notice that there's like there's always this like Asian guy, and I'm not being racist. Like there's this one Asian guy who's in like every fucking movie as a stuntman, and I recognize him. Yeah, and it's the same fucking dude. It's like amongst other people, like there might be some other Asians or whatnot. But you it's must like, have a good eye because I cannot recognize one that. one fucking Asian dude. He's got long hair and he's got like kind of like a like a goatee and a mustache, and he's just like. I'm like, you know, I'm always seeing him get knocked down or, or punched or, or shot or something. I'm like, it's you. It's that stunt guy. I don't know yeah, his yeah. name, but he's if you if you folks have as good, good and eye as I do. Uh, <laughs> Look in the credits for that one. Um, so the scene, though, when they're in the um, the final scene where he's trying to bring out the blood god and he's got them in that kind of cathedral looking fucking place. Now, all these people that were uh, on the board, like the main um 
pure blood vampires, right? Now you're thinking like, okay, these guys obviously been around longer than he has. Right. They would probably have a lot more backup or a lot more security or something. And the scene just shows them. He goes, I need some volunteers. And the next thing is, yeah, the, he just kind of like takes over with like just showing the teeth. Uh, uh, what was the guy's name? The fuck. Oh, Dragonetti. I only know that because like I was trying to figure out like what the fuck is that. Like Russian or whatever the fuck Dragonetti Dra- yeah. Dragon it's like Italian I don't know yeah so anyways um, so, like yeah. he basically takes over right off the bat and then they just kind of listen to him and then he's like oh by the way we're bringing the blood god back you guys have to die yeah it was kind of rushed it's like they had to rush that doomsday plot like you know we got, we're gonna take over the world and we got and then like you know the whole blade we gotta, we gotta stop them Da-da-da. like they kind of rushed it and like yeah it's like how come these elders who have been around since the beginning of fucking time don't have all this security and then like you know but you could say oh maybe like they didn't believe in the security because they didn't feel like they needed it you know because they wanted to live in peace and so like you know uh, uh deacon frost is more of like a like a, a war guy he's more of like you know progressive like you know, yeah probably because all the other people that you know follow him are more just like they were turned they were younger they were a lot more like I don't know. I mean, they just well, seem like a more, more, like like a more, more wild card, times, you know? More, yeah, it's, the more hit with the times, they're not as tra- they're not traditionalists, and so they're like, yeah, we're all about the new shit, kind of like, you know, bordering on, like, kind of, I wouldn't say neo-Marxism, but something along those lines. A very, a very like, a, a high progressive liberalism. And, um, yeah, so it's like, yeah, you know, fuck the traditionalists, you know, we're gonna, we're just gonna take over. We're gonna, now we're gonna be, like, a military uh, fucking, you know, warrior uh, species, and we're gonna take over the fucking world. Um, yeah, you know, that's, that's, I guess that's to get in the negatives now. Cause it's kind of like, yeah, you know, like that kind of was bad. Obviously the CGI is bad, but it's the fucking late nineties. I'm not going to. Yeah. The CGI it. was fucking garbage. Yeah, I, I won't shit on it though. You know, it could have been better, but you know, whatever. Um, well for a 1998 film with, uh, you know, the martial arts going on and I mean, uh, Wesley Snipes did a really good job. I don't know if well, a lot of that was yeah. the stunt man, but basically have you ever seen demolition man? Uh, yes, a long time uh, ago. Yeah, he actually was pretty, um, he had a lot of fighting skills in that too because he Well, you know he's sc- martial arts, right? I did not know oh, that. Oh, yeah, he's, he's got like, he knows like, oh, fuck, I forgot what they were. But he, he knows martial arts. He knows like karate and he knows like, I think one other thing. And he's he's like a fifth degree black belt or something. Okay, like so I'm guessing then probably half the time that was not him that was, I mean, that was not a stuntman, that was him. No, yeah, that was him. I mean, maybe doing the crazy shit, like maybe body slams, like wasn't him. What is it? When I was watching Blade Trinity, there was a couple angles of him fighting where I'm like, that doesn't look like him. That looks like someone else. So I'm sure he probably had a stuntman for like maybe some of the crazier stunts. But no, he knows karate and like all that choreography. You know, he knows, you know, he knows all that. And so... You know, yeah, these these movies are also kind of like a low level, like kind of kung fu movies, yeah, like action Jackie Chan type things. Um, very, very like a little more subtle. It's not as obvious, but like you know, yeah, it's it's fucking it's you know the first movie was it was a good was a good introduction to this new dark superhero. Yeah, well, actually, they kind of ended it with a cliffhanger. Uh, I believe it was him going to like Russia. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he goes to Russia to just go fight some more. Or, and then I think the next movie, I believe, takes place in Russia. They're all speaking Russian, and they all have funny Slavic accents. So I'm going to assume they're in that yeah, area. So four years later, Blade Two came out. Uh, no, it was written by Goyer again, but like you said, it was uh, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Um, now, this is the only film out of the Blade trilogy I have not seen I've had a lot of rewatches with it. Um, I'm just going to cover one. I know, but I'm just going to cover it really quick. What I know. And then you can just cover the rest of it. What I missed basically from what I'll remember is that there is a new breed of vampires. Right. Um, 
and they are a lot more stronger than basic vampires. Uh, they lo- they live under the ground, like the <coughs> sewers or something like that. Uh, they have like these crazy mouth opening fucking uh, jaws and all that kind of shit. Yeah, vaginas I mean, on their on their chins. Um, some eldest vampire uh, is using him to kill them. Uh, you have Norman Reedus as Blade's uh, sidekick. Scud. That's Scud. Scud. Uh, now this uh, eldest uh, vampire has a daughter who is not into what her father, her his beliefs. So she teams up with Blade to fight these things, and um, that's all I remember basically. Well, so. okay. So without getting did too... I get some of that right? No, yeah, no, that's fine. You're fine. That you you got the general okay. gist of it. Without without getting too plot heavy, it's basically like, yeah, you know, uh, the the fucking. Uh, the older guy, the fucking oldest fucking balls vampire, uh, he created this new breed of vampire. He was trying to create a daywalker, but like you know, he created uh, the character Jared Nomak, who he's like, you know, oh, he was a mistake, but you know, like, it, you know, it's a good start. He's immune to silver. He's immune to garlic, but he's wasn't you know, it like one of him his sons or something it, like that. Uh, he calls him father, but I think he was like a test tube baby, basically. Okay. Um, and so basically, yeah. Um, you know, uh, elder guy fucked up and created this like crazy fucking super vampire, but like that constantly needs to feed and it's like spreading like a virus and all the other, they call them, um, what do they fucking call them? Um, I'm just going to call them the, the, the fucking, the, the new vampire, the new vampire people. <laughs> like they, like they're all like all the little, like the, the underlings of the main guy are all like crazy and like they're monsters. And so it's like, oh, we fucked up. We were trying to create a daywalker, but we screwed up and created this super thing. And so, yeah, like, you know, uh, the elder guy is like, Hey, I'm going to get my team. That was, uh, actually, Ron Perlman. Yeah. With fucking Hellboy, Ron Perlman. I'm going to get my team that I've been, you know, that's been training for two years to kill blade. And they're all, they're all going to team up with blade and they're going to go fight Jared Nomack and the super vampires. And so like, you know, I like this movie a whole lot more because it's cooler. It's not as, goofy as the first movie um it's cooler it's got more style like guillermo knows how to put his own style in a movie like you know even like some of the vampire architecture looks you know more like his style like the the new vampires the super vampires like that's that's like a monster that like guillermo would probably come up with i'm not saying it was all his idea it was probably the studios too but i'm sure he had a big hand in it um the way the vampires dressed um, you know, uh, what is it when they break into the fortress in the beginning of the movie, like they're, they're like armor, they're like black ops armor. I'm like, yeah, like, what is it? They're fucking goggles. They look like that dude from, um, Hellboy, the, the guy with the swords, the Nazi dude. Yeah. That guy that was like invincible or something. Yeah. Like yeah. the, like the fucking goggles look just like that. I'm so it's like, yeah, it's like it had, it had its own little twist in it, you know, the Guillermo twist and its own, like, you know, its own style. And, um, you know, I think there's a little more exposition, but it's not as, um, I guess it doesn't beat you over the head with it, but you know what's going on. It keeps you engaged. Once again, the acting's pretty decent across the board. Um, so for you, you would say that this is a step up from the first film. Because it was your fa- it's your favorite one. You just said of the entire trilogy. So basically, yeah, I just uh, I would love to rewatch this film more and more. I just I'm probably gonna have to uh, torrent it. Um, well, I got it on VHS too as a kid, and it was the only one that I owned, so I watched it all the fucking time. But that's not the only reason it's my favorite. It's just like I said, it's got more style, it's more interesting, it's more fun, it's more badass. Um, it's overall just a better movie. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, and, you know, it, with, with these fucking franchises, it's always, it's always the fucking second movie that's the best. Usually. Sometimes, um, yeah, it depends. But um, it was sort of like 
for me, like the thing that stood out about me in that film when I saw it was the whole sewer underground scene, the fight. The sewer scene was great. Um, you're talking about the the one where. Uh, is it the one where a lot of the vampires get killed off or the first? Yeah. One? Something yeah. where they put like a bunch of bombs in there. Or yeah. Something no, like that. That, that was a good scene. And there's a, there's like an, there's a, there's like a set. There's a set room that looked just like one of the sets from Hellboy. Um, in Hellboy when they could fucking, have been probably from Hellboy. It, it, and just looked, reused it looked it. just like it. Like it's like, you know, they're underground, they're in the water. And if you, if you folks seen Hellboy, you know what I'm talking about? They, they find the layer of Samael of all the Samael monsters. And there's a big pile of like eggs in this. It was just a pile of like trash and leaves and like gunk. But like, it looked just like it. And I'm just like, ah, like, fucking Guillermo, a little, a little hello to Hellboy. Um, yeah, no, that was a fantastic scene though. Um, it had this, it had stakes. You actually kind of, you cared about, the vampire characters. And that's the thing too. Like this movie, like you care about the vampire team. You know, you kind of know that hell, uh, you know, fucking Ron Perlman and his friend are going to fuck him over later. You kind of see it coming, but like the other guys, like you cared about him, you know, they, they made you care, especially about the Nisa character. Um, I didn't really like how they, well, I guess I was okay with the love plot a little bit. There was yeah. like that subtle love plot and it was yeah. subtle. I mean, they could have done without it, but I'm, I'm glad they did it because it gave you know Blade a little humanity and it showed that she's not a complete evil bitch. Um, and she dies at the end too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Norman Reese's character Scud. Yeah. Um, did you get the feeling though? So basically, <laughs> he is like kind of like the replacement for uh, Whistler because he died in the first film. Right. Uh, spoiler alert! But that movie is really old, so you should have seen it by now. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like 20 years old. Basically. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, he turns on Blade. At the end of the film, we actually find out that he's working with the eldest vampire. Um, this is Norman Reedus. This is Norman Reedus before Walking Dead. So this is before he kind of got huge. I think he was still a little bit younger too. Well, yeah, he did. I think that his first big film was The Boondock Saints, and I think that might have come out also in the late. 90s. Yeah, because he was also in a movie called Eight Millimeter with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that movie's actually pretty famous. That's that's yeah. a good movie though. Um, so yeah, he was still a nobody. But um, if you go back and watch Blade Two, you're like, oh, that's fucking Daryl from Walking Dead. So, I yeah, that wonderful TV show. <laughs> I stopped at season four. I'm done. Yeah, I can't believe I'm on season eight. Um, um, but actually, you want to hear a spoiler for Walking, Walking Dead? Dead? I'm gonna yeah, tell you. Fuck it. Uh, fuck you guys. Fuck Walking Dead. Uh, you know who just died in the show? Uh, Carl. Yeah, Carl. I read somewhere that Carl died. I wasn't sure when it was. Yeah, so they killed him Carl. off. But- yeah, and now that kid can have a real acting career. Good for him. Yeah. That's the way I see it. When you kill an actor off from an awful TV show, it's like, hey, now you have a career and move on now. It's something better. Yeah, so uh, hands down for you, Blade Two, the best of the trilogy. Yes. Um, it's just it's just more it's just got more style and more of its own, you know, punch. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I'm gonna rewatch that film again. Um I think just because I've seen the first one so many times, I keep going back to that one because I just love it so much because I love uh, the nostalgia factor of it. it. It did seem pretty dark to me, though. Even though you said it had some humor parts to it, it had like a very well, it had that kind of dry '90s like Matrix darkness to it. Exactly. Um, that '90s, that late '90s action yeah. feel. Yeah. You know where they just put a fucking bunch of techno music into it. Yeah, and everything kind of just looks dreary. There's not a lot of color. I mean, you know, there was there is color, but it's not as saturated. Um, what is it? Uh, let's talk about the humor for Blade Two. I actually was okay with the humor. Like, I don't think any of it fell flat. I think it was fine. It was everything was executed well. It wasn't over the top, you know. It wasn't like in the third movie where fucking 
Ryan Reynolds is making stupid jokes. Well, we're gonna get in the third film in a like, second. <laughs> yeah, it was just so much like the humor just worked for the for this movie. And you know, I I liked Scud and I liked his dynamic with Whistler. Like you know, it, it all just you know, lack of a better phrase, it all just worked for me. Um, you know, great action scenes and I don't know, I don't mean to suck this movie off, but I fucking love Blade too. It's so good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God, do you remember that fucking those pistols they had with the blades on the bottom? On the second like, film? Yeah. Uh, like I said, I don't oh, remember. Dude, like, oh, they're so fucking cool. It's like you can, like, slice a vampire's neck and then shoot it. Like, it was the coolest fucking thing. Why don't we get into the last of the fucking trilogy? Let's uh, get into Blade Trinity. Now, Blade Trinity came out two <laughs> years after uh, Blade Two, So it wasn't like a four-year gap where, like, the first one uh, between the second one. This is two years later. Um, now, this one was actually directed by David Goyer. So it was written by David right, Goyer yeah. and, and directed by David Goyer. And you can actually tell because it's the weakest film yeah. out of the three. Um, the whole point of Blade Three is uh, this kind of harkens back to uh, we're going to put Dracula in the film. We're going to take the most, you know, well-known uh, vampire character of all time Take the guy from Prison Break, who's Heat Wave from fucking Legends of Tomorrow. You know, this was the first thing I ever saw him in, because I never watched Prison Break. Um, I know what it is, but I never got into it. And, uh, yeah, this was the first thing I ever saw. His name's uh, Dominic something. Dominic something. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to look that <laughs> look up. Look that up. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like an asshole. Um, but, yeah, that's that was the first thing I ever saw him in. But it was just like, okay, the thing about it was um, it was very Dominic per cell. You know, yeah, Dominic Purcell, okay, playing uh, Dracula, but, you know, it gets goofy when you see Parker Posey in the film as a vampire, especially Triple H. That's who that chick is, right? Parker yeah. Posey. Who, who is she? She. Everybody like, gets her confused with like uh, Elizabeth uh, Banks a lot. Um, she was. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> they do look similar. They do look similar. <laughs> um, she was in a bunch of like '90s comedy films and stuff like that, like Days to Confuse. She was in that film, from what I can remember. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Um, yeah. All right, all right, all right. She was in that movie, like Ergo or something like that. She did some weird shit. Um, but yeah, and, and the fact of the matter is, you know, the WWE's Triple H was huge at that time. So they're like, Hey, let's put him in the film too. And give him well, like, that, so they did that a lot in the early 2000s, like all the wrestlers were in like, you know, we're starting to be in movies and, um, what is it? Like the rock started getting huge around that time. You know, he got, you know, he, I think he was in like a Star Trek episode and then he fucking went straight to the mummy returns and mummy returns yeah. in 2001. So yeah, yeah, in that in that like early two thousands, like they were all coming out. Like I think, yeah, what is it? Uh, John Cena, I think, got a movie in two thousand six. Dude, he did some movie called The Marine. I remember kind of. Yeah. I remember enjoying it. I was like thirteen. I was like, yo, this movie's kind of good. I never seen I, it. I bet it sucks, but I'll have to go back and watch it. But like, I remember actually enjoying it. Like John Cena, Cena's acting, it's all right. Yeah. I mean, but, about, um, you know, with the Triple H, it's like uh, he was just goofy as fuck. He had a little Pomeranian dog. Oh, that was great. But the dog had the jaws. Yeah, with the like, jaws from the second movie with the yeah, super vampires. Yeah, and uh, he had, like, um, what, like, gold or silver fangs or something yeah. like that. Um, it made no sense to me because it's like vampires regenerate. So, like, when your teeth just grow back. Maybe it's it just was a grill. a stylistic thing. Yeah, yeah it was just cause a lot of grill, yeah. A lot of it seemed like it was very, very uh, trying to be hip in the time. So, you know, uh, now because of Blade in the film, we actually uh, find out that uh, – Jessica Biel plays uh, this uh, vampire uh, huntress, whatever you want to fucking call her, and she's actually the daughter of Whistler. Whistler. Yeah. Um, you also. And I'm uh, fresh, and I just watched this today, so I can literally tell you everything. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Now, I love Ryan Reynolds, but he does not work in this. He does not work in this yeah. film. Uh, he actually, his character is uh, what was his character's name? Uh, 
Hannibal King. Hannibal King. So he was a vampire at one time. Right. Got turned back into a human. Uh, and he's like, it's basically Ronald Reynolds. Like he plays the same character in every film. This could have been Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, it's a low, play. it's a low level Deadpool performance basically, without all the pop culture references. And you know, it's funny because like Patton Oswalt's in this movie, and like you know, you like you think, oh, there, there's the comedy relief right there. But he gets like one scene, and it's a dumb sex joke. Like I've been laid with women, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I didn't. I forgot that Patton Oswalt was in this film. Yeah, he's in it for um, like five minutes. Well, he he's the one who told everyone yeah. about the uh on set like bullshit that happened there was some wesley shit between snipes, wesley yeah. snipes and, and ron Reynolds. well uh i'm not sure about that but they like okay so wesley snipes basically had a huge ego trip while making this movie yeah he would not go by anything but blade on set he just spent most of his time in his trailer getting like hella stoned and like he was just like <laughs> Super, just like into himself, and he was a huge dick. Yeah, he likes to kill vampires. Well, he wasn't in a lot after that. Like you know, he did some stuff here and there after that, but he wasn't in too much. And then he went to fucking, then he went to prison after for yeah. uh, tax evasion. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't really remember much of Wesley Snipes doing anything after Blade, or he was well known for Blade, and then well, he did funny. a lot of stuff in the the late eighties, early nineties. You know, and he he, he wanted to make another Blade movie. Like you know, he was talking about it because he said he's like, oh, I love the character, but you know, he's too old now and. I've heard rumors, not to get too off topic, but I've heard rumors that Blade might come to Netflix. I really no, yeah, I think that's. I think that is. I've heard that rumor too. Is I don't know necessarily if this is going to be part of the MCU uh, Netflix series characters. It should. I mean, I wouldn't blame them if they didn't. If they decide to make it its own thing, but as, since it's Marvel, it probably will be. Yeah, I mean, they can make it work. If they can make Daredevil work. They can make this work. They can introduce yeah. vampires. They've introduced everything else, so they can they can make it work. But to get back to the main film, um. Yeah, this movie just, you know, it, it just doesn't work for me. Like, it's it's not as stylized. Um, the cinematography is really bland because, you know, it's directed by someone who writes scripts. Um, James Goyer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, you know, there's that and, like, it's just it's it's just stupid. Um, I, I like the Dracula thing. I like it. I don't like the fact that... You were he's... saying at the beginning of the film, though, he looked more like a demon. He did. And, and yeah. that's, see, that's what was cool to me. Like, I really liked that he, like... It wasn't like, you know, I wear a cape and I have funny accents. One, two, three. Ah, and, ah, you ah, know, ah. I drink your blood. Like, I'm glad they didn't do that. I, I'm kind of, I mean. The look, though, is kind of weird. Guess, I mean, I he, guess Dominic Purcell can't um, do anything else besides an American accent. But I was like, how come this, like. It's like ancient, a grunty accent. Well, this, like, ancient demon, like, vampire, like, who was born in Samaria, like, sounds like an American. And he's never been to America up until this movie. I'm like, why does he sound? I'm like, just get a foreign actor to play him. I know, but the way he looked, I mean, he was, like, this buff guy who had, like, really short, buzzed hair. Um, he wore, like, a fucking, uh, like, a white flowing button-up shirt, uh, black leather pants. Uh, he just didn't feel like Dracula. He didn't feel like that character. He just felt like some newbie fucking vampire. And uh, I think he had some sort of armor that he wore. It was like a like the a armor silver. Was, yeah, the armor silver was cool. Padding he had that something. sword fight. I, I thought that was pretty awesome. It was very medieval looking. Um, no, you know, actually. And he can turn back from the human part to the demon yeah, part. Yeah, he was a shapeshifter and he can change in other people. Like, you know, see, I liked, I liked the Dracula character. I liked how he felt about humans and vampires, and he's like, fuck everyone. I don't want to be involved in anything. I just want to... That's sleep. actually why they brought them back. He's a total nihilist. They brought, him, they brought him back in the film because the vampires were losing a blade, and they thought, like, we need a leader. Let's bring back the Mac Daddy of all fucking vampires. Yeah. 
And honestly, he didn't give a fucking shit. He didn't. And he even says, he's like, I don't care. He's like, fuck you guys. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, oh, you're my people. Oh, excuse me. He's like, you, you, everyone disgusts me. You all disgust me. And I liked that. I liked that a lot. Um, I think the story could have been executed a yeah. little differently. Um, Blade, I've noticed Blade also isn't in the movie that much. He doesn't talk that much. A lot of no, it's like doesn't. kind of mugging. And I think that also ties in like he wouldn't learn any of his lines. He was just like, look how cool I am. I'm Blade. Well, yeah. the person that steals the show in the film is basically Ron Reynolds. I mean, he's the focus. If I mean, he tries to steal the show, but it just... Well, no, but you think about it, though, the humor regardless. Like, he's the guy that everyone's going to be paying attention to more than Wesley he was. He was. He, he was kind of like the him. unofficial lead of the movie. I really like, though, the, uh, the farm they had with all the humans in the body bags. Yeah, that was dark. That was a cool, neat little uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty fucking... Uh, dark as shit pretty dude. metal pretty metal it's pretty metal what is and it was just so like it was so like i like the politics of it just like we just got like a bunch of homeless people off the street it's not like anyone gives a shit about homeless people anyway and i'm just like yeah that's right <laughs> bunch of lazy bunch of lazy but yeah no i i like that i mean there's a lot of things about the film that are good but not as good as blade one or blade two um i remember that scene too where uh and it, it, it's such a hot topic fuck you scene where it's like where dracula walks into uh that store with all like the fucking vampire, vampire merch kills the merch dude and, and it, it, eats the woman. Yeah. It's like a bunch of like Dracula. She's like, what is this? It's like, Oh, these are, these are fucking, uh, what, what, what is Count Chocula or some fucking yeah, the Count Chocula cereal, Dracula, uh, Dracula vibrators. Like just, yeah, they yeah. took, they took him and just turned him into a product. And so, yeah, that was definitely kind of a fuck you to like the goth scene and like, uh, you know, hot topic and all that. Um, uh, Natasha Leone, she uh, played the blind. Uh, so she kind of played the Whistler character, but she was making all the tech and all that besides yeah. the other guy. Yeah, she fell flat for me. It was just kind of – I don't know why she was blind. I'm like, why is she blind? Like, what do, what do I – She has a daughter what, who – what, like, what, I'm thinking about, like, when, when you have, like, someone with a disability in a movie, like, the character has some sort of a disability, it's like, so what are you going to do with that plot-wise? Like, yeah, Why did they make her blind there, in the first there's place? There's a scary yeah. scene when she dies where it's like, oh, yeah, like she's walking around, Dracula's standing in front of her, she can't see him. Like, yeah, that's neat, but you could have just had her eyes gouged out or something, and then she could have done the scene. But it's like, I don't know, just kind of like, she was like doing all this like super high-tech computer shit. I'm like, you can't see anything. And like, you know, science and whatnot's a lot of math and data. Like, you like, yeah. how are you able to see all this and no one's helping you? This is, you know... That didn't really make sense. Did you think the whole, like, okay, we need Dracula's blood to kill all the vampires? You know, I thought that was kind of dumb, too. That kind of reminded me of the ending of the game Prototype 2, where it's like, oh, all we need to do is kill one guy, and then everything will be fine, and it'll be everything will be back to normal. And I'm like, eh. I mean, it's funny, because, like, they... Okay, so let's get to the end, because the end sucked. <laughs> like, the fight scene was cool, but I'm talking, like, the last five minutes. So it's like, so they kill Dracula with a virus... And then it spreads actually out through it's like a vapor and everything. Yeah, and it's like a vapor and it's like, oh yeah, it's gonna kill everyone in the vicinity, but it's like but they even said in the movie, like, oh it's no, it's gonna kill all the vampires everywhere. I'm like, because this movie these movies like they play with the fact that that the vampirism is a science, that it's not magic. Okay, the first movie, like blood gods and shit, that's like magic. The second movie, it's like basically all scientific. And then the third movie kinda goes back to like magic again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is it? Is it fucking magic or is it science? Or you, you can't say it's both. That's a stupid excuse. But like, you know, they kept screwing with that. And so it's like, okay, so they're gonna hit him with it, and then it's gonna it's gonna be the antidote to the doomsday plot. Basically, it's it's the opposite of the doomsday plot. We're gonna do this one thing, and it's gonna it's gonna cure everything and make everything good. And then they took Blade's body, 
um, Jessica Biel and Ryan Reynolds. They take his body. Um, and then when the cops get there, you still see Blade, but you don't see Dracula's body. And you're like, oh, what happened? And then Dracula didn't die? He shapeshifted into Blade, and then when they take, took him in for the autopsy, he just, like, killed everyone? And I'm like, why did you do that? Why didn't you just run away? Like, why did really? you shapeshift into Blade? Are you I trying to give that. him a break? Why are you trying to give him a break so he can... Because they even said at the end, he's like, you know, all this time the vampires were trying to create a new vampire... But you were the new vampire, he says to Blade. You were the new vampire the whole time. You're the daywalker. You're this and that. You have all our strengths and all our weaknesses. But remember, the thirst always wins. You're the future of our race. And I'm like, so did he let him live and transform into him to give him a second chance so he can go spread the seed? But then Blade also survived? Yeah, it's completely fucking It's just kind uh, of weird. I'm just kind of like, why didn't Dracula just run away? I don't know. Like I mean, I, I but I guess that's why it's like oh I gave Blade a head start and I made it I made him I made it look like he was dead and then I escaped later and killed everyone and so no one will ever know that Blade actually escaped and everyone will think yeah. he's dead. I don't know. It's that's I had to think pretty hard into that. That wasn't really given to me at all. Yeah, it was all just kind of my interpretation. Um, but yeah, overall, you know, I was watching the movie. I'm like, yeah, this falls flat. It's kind of boring. You know, it's just the CGI is worse in this movie than this than the second one oh. with the weird lightsaber thing. The yeah. lightsaber vampire killer that was stupid like god that w- that's like a super weapon it's like just kill all the vampires go kill dracula yeah, you mean like go cut thing, dracula in half and like a million like pieces. the uh, bow that she had that had the laser that's what you're talking well, about well yeah she had like she had an actual bow and arrow which was kind of dumb okay okay you need your archer and then she had yeah she had that weird thing that also looked like a bow and it was like a lightsaber thing and you know it was whatever but overall i you know i, I felt like this movie could have been this movie could have been done without Ryan Reynolds or without, you know, so much of his. It's actually, humor. if you think about it, it's his first Marvel movie because then he's Deadpool in another oh. Marvel movie. So it kind of, yay. Yeah, good for, good for you. Or look at you now. You finally made it. You finally So you've done Marvel, you've done DC, and now you're back to Marvel. So yeah. uh, now, um, like I said, I, for me, the movie, it doesn't stand out. I mean, I, regardless of when I think of the Blade trilogy, it's always the first one. I, keep, I can right. always go back to that film. The third one was kind of just a joke to me. Um, now for me personally, if I had to grade the whole entire trilogy, I have to go back and watch the second one. Um, I would give it probably like a seven out of 10. I hate, I like the whole doing, trilogy, the whole trilogy, like a seven out of 10, because you know, you had a really good one and, and the last one was crap to you. I'm um, the second one to me. It, you don't I gotta watch it, it again, yeah, but no, I, maybe fine. if I see it again, maybe my score will go up on it, but you know, like a seven out of 10, um, I'm only saying that because of how amazing the first film is, how that movie just stands yeah. out to me and I could watch it over and over again. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Well, I can watch blade one and two over and over again. Honestly, I can watch two forever. Cause I did as a kid, I always watched it. I would watch it every day when I got home from school for a while. Um, now if I had to put them in an order, which one I liked the most blade two would be my number one blade. One would be my two. And then of course, Trinity would be the third one. Um, now did you ever see the 2006 TV show? No, was it good? I, I think I, I saw like a few a episodes of it. It wasn't good. There had two seasons of it. Uh, the guy, you I mean, know, it got that, canceled. So yeah, yeah the uh, the guy. Um, you ever heard of that uh, rap group uh, called Onyx? Uh, no. He had a song called. Uh, God, what was that song called? Uh, I can't remember. They had a huge hit song. They they collaborated with this uh, metal band called Biohazard. Um, Bouncer. 
Slam. I think it's called Slam. Actually, yeah, it's called Slam. Uh, he, one of the guys in that rap group, his name is Sticky Fingers. Uh, he plays, yeah, Sticky Fingers. <laughs> That's actually his his, his, his his rap name. They should have uh, called him Sticky Fangs if he's playing uh, Vampire. Well, it was uh, Kirk Jones, but his stage name is Sticky Fingers. Sticky Fingers. You know, Sticky Fingers Jeez. with a with an A Z. Uh, he played. Let me see. That he, he played. He played uh, Blade in that series. Yeah. Um, I remember being really pissed. I'm like, Blade's not bald. Blade has a cool flat top. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I remember getting a little pissed off, but uh, I never watched the show. I didn't watch a lot of like TV shows, like like live action TV as a kid. I watched, of course, cartoons to the max, um, but I never really watched like actual TV shows. It wasn't until, God, it wasn't until I started watching Sons of Anarchy where I actually finally got into watching TV shows, like basically a, like a running through a show, yeah, like, yeah. you know, chronologically. Oh, that's not true. It was Supernatural. That was the first show I got into where I was like, I'm going to watch this show. Um, yeah, I, another uh, show that went down the. Shitter. I just I only saw a few episodes of it. I wasn't really impressed. Um, I am excited though if they do this Netflix thing because that sounds pretty dope. Yeah, you know, I don't think anything's been confirmed because you know most of what I'm reading is rumors and fake news, but like no, I got it. It's a good time awesome. to bring the character and back. Yeah, it's a good time because it's like, you know, people are like, hey, we need our black superhero." I, that's not why I want them to bring it back. I just think Blade's fucking badass. But if you have to have a reason, yeah, make it a political one. Bring him back because black superheroes and diversity. Like it'd be great. Like I don't care what the excuse is, just fucking bring him back. Yeah. And let's get Blade up in this motherfucker. You know, like I I really, really want to see Blade again and I'd like to see what they would do with him now. And I'd like to see like him and fucking Daredevil and Punisher. Or him and Punisher hook up. Can you imagine like Punisher and him killing vampires together? Oh my god. That'd be so badass. That'd be a fucking nerd wet dream. Oh my god. Just they're just killing everything, like mercilessly. And special effects are a lot better now. So if they decided, you know, keep the vampires turning into ash, it would look a lot better, and you know, it would be written well. And as long as it's on par with the Punisher TV show, because that was a fucking, that was a great show. That was a great show. I did a second run through recently. God, Punisher was so good. But yeah, did you have a grade you wanted to give this trilogy? <laughs> I'd give it like in. You love Blade, I know, but like, if you had to. I mean, I'm not obsessed with him because I've never read the comics or nothing. But like, you know, I've, I I gotta like give it an eight out of ten. Give it one more than you would. I'd give yeah. it an eight out of ten. Because, like I said, those first two are great, you know? Yeah. Um, it would have been a 10 out of 10, obviously, if the third movie was good. Well, if but... Goyer didn't direct that third film, yeah. it would have been a little bit more better. Yeah, but, you know, they probably they were probably going to ask Guillermo, but, you know, he's he's up to his own shit, which is good, because he makes good movies. Well, um, you know, The Shape of Water? You know, to <laughs> go back, back to on that, that again, I know we didn't talk about it much the other time, but, like, to go back on it again, like, you know, it's it's not a bad movie. It really is not a bad movie, but it's just, like... Okay, so I've seen I've seen a handful of films since our recap. Yeah. I saw Darkest Hour. It was fine. I saw, you know, I've seen Shape of Water, of course. And, you know, like, although I didn't really enjoy it, I think it's a, a good movie. But that's the thing. It's like I saw it, but, I you know, I was kind of iffy about it. And I saw, God, I saw The Phantom Thread, and that was boring. That's Daniel Day's last movie. It was Three boring. Billboards was good. I mean, you saw Three that. Billboards was good. Yeah, you know, it, it had some stuff about it that I was kind of iffy about. Um, But, you know, overall, it was a good movie. But I think in terms of, like, something that I just enjoyed and just had no real complaint about was Thor Ragnarok. I fucking loved Thor Ragnarok. I, I, it's like one of the best films of last year, in my opinion. Yeah, no. And I know I said that during in the review that we did. I actually like, forgot what actually you... Uh, like, basically, what did you have that as your ranking in, in the top ten? In my top ten? Oh, God. Well, it's like I didn't really have a real top ten for last year just because like, there weren't enough movies that I liked, but... Let's see. One was Logan. Two, I think, was Spider-Man. Three was Planet of the Apes. Uh, I think four might have been Ragnarok. Or maybe it was my three. I don't know. 
but it was somewhere up there. Yeah. It was in the top five for sure. Yeah, it was in my top. It was top, in the top four, I think, too. It was in my top uh, list, too. Um, yeah. I actually just watched that movie again just a while ago. I showed, uh, showed Adrian it, and um, yeah, because she, she really likes the Hulk, and, and uh, there's some things that she was saying. It's a good movie, but there's, there, you know, the butts parts about it. and uh, I mean, the only complaint I have, but like, they made it work was that like, I'm like, there's a lot of jokes in this movie, but the jokes are funny. Yeah. Like they're good jokes. But like, you know, there's a lot of times where I was like, you know, you could have done with a little less jokes, but thank God every joke is funny. Cause guardians too. They, that was, on that was the first movie on crack. And it was just, <laughs> there were so many jokes and it's just like, all of them for me were kind of ant. Like I said, that catch scene is one of the best jokes in a movie ever is playing catch with his dad. Yeah. That was the best yeah, yeah. fucking... You'll always cover that fucking yeah, scene. Yeah, that was a great scene, but like, all the other humor was just like, eh, to me, you know? But, you know, yeah, like, Marvel, you know... They do their characters Panther, good. I mean, again. yeah. Well, before we go on Black Panther, uh, just to give a closing note on Blade really quick, um, if you saw Blade, would you, by watching the film, would you kind of gather that this is a Marvel film? Does it feel like a no, Marvel film because, to you? I mean, besides what it says in the credits, obviously it says, you know, created by Marvel. But, like, if, if I didn't read that, no, I wouldn't have guessed it at all. Because it's like, it's it's a... A lot of people really don't know it's that. It's an action kung fu goth superhero film. But it doesn't feel like it's Marvel. Like, I didn't know it was Marvel until I played Ultimate Alliance. Remember that game? The yeah. First, the first the Blades one? Blades in it, yeah. Yeah, Blades in it. I was like, he's a Marvel character? And Spawn's like, yeah, dude, he's a blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh! Because I need your comic books. I I knew he was a comic character, but I thought maybe he was like Image or Dark Horse or something. I didn't know he was Marvel. He just wasn't that big, but yeah, he uh, he also Blade. They actually have a Netflix uh, animated series. Right really? Now. Yeah. Is it running right now? It's on right now on Netflix. But so. is it like when did it come out? I have no idea. I remember I was going through um, uh, my Xfinity box today when I was I was actually I watched uh, Blade one and three today just to recap and uh you watched yeah. one and three today and you didn't watch two you fucking no bitch. no i told you two wasn't on there <laughs> oh okay you, you fucking, fucking bitch <laughs> god um yeah no i just uh I, didn't, I was actually looking for that one because i was like okay this is the one i haven't seen as much as the one and three but it wasn't there and i'm like fuck all right i gotta watch one of these I gotta watch one of these, and, and you're fucking laughing your ass off off the mic right now because of that uh, goddamn PSA. Don't spoil it for anyone. Um, yeah. <clears throat> well, I'm gonna have to check out the Blade cartoon. Is it good? I haven't seen it. I'm you know saying okay, I okay. saw it. It looked like it was kind of. It looked a little animated. To well, me I'll too. I'll look it up. I'll see if it's any decent. But um, yeah. Once again, folks, if you haven't seen the original Blade trilogy. I think you'd do fine without seeing Trinity, but the first two movies are fantastic. And if you, if especially if you're someone who's really into '90s nostalgia, you definitely like at least the first movie. Uh, second movie came out in the early 2000s, but um, yeah, a great series overall. Yeah, if you, if you want to watch it, if you want a good black superhero movie, watch the Blade trilogy. That's it. You don't or need watch Blank Man or, or watch Blank. <laughs> or fuck it, watch Blank Man. Screw it. Um, um, so once again, folks, this has been another riveting, pessimistic, enlightening episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. Um, we are back. We, we are, are back. back. We are getting dug back. Yes. So uh, once again, I am Anthony and I'm Jason, and we will see you guys soon. Take care.